All right. It has been a quick minute. And a quick minute is approximately 60 seconds, but very, very fast. Sean here, your host. I do not have my mic in, and I am just using the built-in, so... I think it, it it's actually better, actually. Um, which just goes to show, like, you can spend a whole lot of money on a bunch of crap. And it could all really be pointless. Sometimes stock is better. Well, it's uh, good to have anybody here, whether you're catching it right now, live, on whatever platform it's on. Because this is going to all kinds of platforms. In fact, I think I hooked up the RSS to uh, Integromat and um, Zapier or something like that to go to all kinds of other places too. So wherever this is finding you, I just want you to know. This show is explicit. If you are under the age of 18, please get the fuck on out of here. Thank you. This message is brought to you by Kabuna. Kabuna, Kabuna, Kabuna. That's right. This is an explicit uh, fuh. That's as fuck. Station, so. Yeah. Please um, know that. Know that I swear a lot. And I think that swearing is a good thing. I do. I think we should not limit the amount of expressions that we can use to express ourselves. You should not limit the amount of freedom that your speech has. It shouldn't. It just shouldn't. I I figure that would be common sense. Well, you know, um, I guess we can't hate on anything, really. The world as we know it is as we know it. Because of us knowing what we know and not really striving to break the mold. Or as I like to say, be authentic. See, that's a huge theme for this episode. Authenticity. Because a lot of times we think that we know what that means and we really don't. Now, I might not even know what it really means. Maybe all my shit is just a bunch of shit, not just full of shit. But I think I got a clue. So before I get into that, I got a little song, little remastered song. I'm gonna play that for you. Shit. 
but I'm pissed. pissed. Yeah, heated. Used to believe in equality, but then too many women cheated. Guys ain't any better because they lie and cheat too. I'm a fair Libra, motherfucker. I guess I'm more equal than you. I never cheated in my life. Choose some are devoted and the Pope above shines. Surround me angelic because we the hope for mankind. Men betray their mothers, but we don't judge them. Taking responsibility like you know you. a huge thing too you know uh, way back when one of my mentors she well I was depressed you know I was going through a breakup and me I got a Pisces moon 12th house so that's like super suicidal <laughs> that's like the symbol of death right there that's like already dead they say about um, uh, somebody who has their moon in the 12th house that they're always um, one foot in the underworld, which is pretty true. Like when I was born, like I was struggling to be here. My lungs weren't working. Uh, I've drowned a couple times. I've died twice, basically. Well, I, I like I caught the other, you know, the second time, just because like of the experience. Um, I saw the angel of death that time. Trippy shit. But uh, the first time, no, I didn't see no angel of death. I just died. Anyways, um, yeah, no. 
So the thing is about emotion, right? Like uh, anger. <clears throat> well, I was depressed. And she told me, you know, she was quiet for a bit, you know. And she just said, get angry. Right? No, I mean, I come to her to ask her, like, what am I, you know, what do I do? And she says, get angry. I'm like, this sounds really weird. Like, what kind of a, you know, uh, you know, I mean, just like a spiritual teacher. She's like guiding me, right? You know, and uh, get angry. I'm, to me, I'm thinking like, no, what the hell? That's wrong. That's obviously wrong. That's a negative emotion, right? I didn't understand back then. <clears throat> you see, emotions go in processes, and um, it's not linear, but there's steps. There's ways you can go from one emotion to the next that's natural. And uh, there's ways that are not. <laughs> the ways that are not, a lot of times we try to just fake things, you know, and we try to not express our emotions, we try to bury it. Now, emotions are as to water. But when water is stagnant, what happens? That's right. It becomes toxic. So water must flow. And so, about a week of being depressed, you know, I, I figured, why not? So I started, you know, thinking in my head, things to get pissed off about and uh i was just going through a breakup so i had a lot of things to be pissed off and what it did was actually it empowered me now i i, I know that maybe not everybody out there can understand because we all have different aspects in our lives and different natal charts that show those aspects in our lives so oh that's astrology by the way if you don't know what a natal chart is it's actual astrology, not your Sunday horoscope reading kind of astrology. That is not astrology at all. In fact, if you ever go by that, uh, the horoscope and the paper, don't don't use your sun sign. Use your ascendant. If you don't know what your ascendant is, um, well, you know, Google natal chart, free natal chart. Plug in your data. You'll need your exact birth time. Exact. So check your birth certificate. In any sense, uh, yeah, I got angry. And it freed me from the depression, which is a huge thing. And it was huge for me. I mean, the first time I wanted to kill myself, I was five or something. I think that's what my dad said. So it's. That, you know, for somebody like me, that could be a huge, huge uh, empowering thing. And it was something that I had never noticed about within myself. Now, that's important to note because we can go through our lives and we could feel emotions and we could go through experiences, but we could not understand them until until we're able to utilize it and... and um, I don't want to say control, but let's say fluently allow for with uh, less conditions. 
And that's the whole thing. Um, so whenever you want to learn something, right? Whenever you want to know something or discover something, and you want to do it really fast, there's a couple key things to remember here. First being, the subconscious mind is gathering and analyzing data all the time. It's taking it all in. Not just from your eyes, but the smell of the area, the memory associated with the new intel, the feeling. A feeling isn't just your nerves, you know, a feeling what touches the skin. It's not that at all. Because the whole body is a huge generator of electromagnetic energy. That frequency is running throughout your body. Heart, brain, gut, and, all, and the heart and brain and gut all have neuron cells, by the way. Of course, uh, you know, you read the debates when it comes to neurologists and consciousness. They are split between non-local consciousness and local. Well, I mean, this might seem irrelevant, but actually when it comes to a thing like the subconscious mind, it's very relevant, especially in this kind of show. Because here we go esoteric. Well, see, the subconscious, that's the inner innocent child. It's always innocent. You want to remember that very much. Because within all of us, that's the innocence that connects us. That's the empathy. That's the heart. It's unconditional. And just as so, the subconscious mind has no filter. So be careful what you input. I do not watch scary movies. I do not watch movies, actually, anymore because my imagination is so powerful that I can close my eyes and I can imagine things as though, uh, as though they're in front of me. Not completely exact, mind you, but... When I dream, I have better eyesight than I do in my waking stage. I'm not bragging. <clears throat> I'm just going to show that we all do have this. And we all are like that. This is not just, you know, to me at all. It's just the level at which we can accept it. Because the more we accept it, the more we see it. And the more we see it, the more we are it. You know? So if you can remember that the subconscious mind is always taking the data, then you can trust it with it. Now that's huge. Very huge. You trust yourself with the data. And then you Google. Because <laughs> if you Google and you search, well, you know, you're going to be skimming all kinds of stuff, right? And you're just... You know, you're not even processing. Well, what if you just lean back a bit, you know? Look at it all. And trust your subconscious mind. That's what I do. Whenever I'm seeking anything online. Because, uh, you know, um, in certain uh, circumstances, when you're doing something like that, when you're seeking, you're not exactly seeking what you think you're seeking. You're just following the path. 
Now, you will find the thing you're seeking eventually. It might not be in that instance that you're seeking it, because more than often, or more than not, um, you find something that you were looking for before. Now, isn't that funny? I know you can you can recall those kind of moments, right? Where <laughs> you're looking for something, and you find something that you were looking for like a month ago, and you're like, oh, that's where that is. Isn't that funny? Well, <laughs> it's it's really practical, actually. You know, you're just catching up with yourself, because the subconscious mind knows. It knows. It's a uh, the whole thing behind psychic and telepathic and empathic features, you know. So when you can trust yourself in the sense of trusting the subconscious self to store, to have, and to unbiasedly, with no filter, accept, then that becomes a very powerful tool. And actually what I like to do in, in uh, along with that is leave all your ad stuff on. Leave it all on. I mean, you don't have to, of course, but I do. And I did this for a very specific reason. For finding something with a good deal. I mean, come on, right? That's what it's for. It's to bring you what you want. <laughs> That's synchronicity. That's the universe working for you. And, of course, a lot of people live in fear and fear-based mentalities. And they want to blame and they want to say, oh, my data, oh, these guys are watching me. Like, let me tell you, nobody gives a fuck. Nobody gives a fuck about what you're fucking doing online. Now, of course, if you're doing illegal-ass shit that's sketch as fuck, then, yeah, you know, I mean, I hope somebody's giving a fuck, <laughs> you know. Just don't do illegal shit and you're good. Now, of course, I mean, like, yeah, maybe there's some kind of fucking uh, government or, or non-government, uh, but rich, wealthy, evil, bad guy that's, like, fucking, you know, that, that does give a shit and that's, like, fucking preying on the innocent. Yeah, you know, in that case, yeah. But, I mean, generally, like, it's really, like, the only thing you'd have to worry about with your data really is... Uh, getting ads that you didn't want because companies sold your email to fucking somebody else or some shit, you know, and, um, or being able to utilize it, right? Type in Google lifetime subscription, 50% off. Just type it in. Just type it in. <laughs> yeah, you know, just type in Lifetime subscription, one-time deal. You know, put put a ten percent, twenty percent, thirty percent, forty percent. You know, with commas, and uh, just maybe type it in a couple times. That you know, Google logs it. Google realizes that you want it, and it will find those things for you. What is not awesome about that? That's how I shop. And uh, well, generally I. I only spend my money on web tools and video tools and, you know, uh, tobacco, of course. Yeah, I roll my own cigarettes, of course. And I do smoke. And it does not cause cancer. No. Smoking does not cause cancer. It facilitates it. 
It's a very important thing to remember. What causes cancer? Actually, cancer is a collective. Uh, it's it's a collective thing. It's a it's a cumulative thing. Uh, Edgar Casey talked about it being caused by irritation, which is elemental. And we could look at it psychologically. Is that isn't it that irritation of things that give us that cognitive distance to blow up? But we could look at take that and apply it to the cellular level. It's the same thing. Same thing. A cancer cell is caused by dehydration, malnutrition, and toxicity. So, basically, suffering. So, how do you heal that? Well, you take away the suffering. Ease the suffering. First, alkalize the body. Alkalize the blood. Maybe uh, get a spoonful of baking soda. Put it in water. Ionized water would be the best. Of course. It's the fourth phase. And, um, yeah, just, you know, have a glass every now and then. You know, do it as you feel because that stuff tastes horrible. <laughs> so I'm not going to say, like, oh, you know, do it, like, you know, twice a day. I'm not going to say none of that. Do it however you feel like doing it. If you, if you even taste it and you just cannot stand it, whatever. <laughs> Don't drink it. You know, follow the body. I believe Edgar Casey said stuff about that too. But anyways, back to the uh, theme and topic. So your subconscious mind is always learning. Well, it's always also connected, connected to everything, right? That's the. I mean, everything is connected to everything. Yeah, of course. But when we're talking about psychic nature, the subconscious mind is very much that. It's very much the foundation of the whole psychic realm to begin with. And it has nothing really to do with uh, powers or, you know, uh, being more than anybody. Because when it comes to it, stop thinking about it as power. Think of it as sensitivity. It's a sense. So the theme shouldn't be gathered around uh, power and force, but the idea of being gentle. And patient with yourself. Then, it all falls into place. Which is awesome. It's not a very common thing, you know, in life when everything falls into place. It takes a couple things. It takes planning. It takes organization. It takes seeing that. Because if you do not believe in it, you will not see it. As weird as uh, much of a really annoying but uh, true and having to be an accepted thing. So the subconscious mind, its we like to say it's to blame. We like to say it's reactive. But I want to switch it up because I believe that the subconscious mind inherently is actually the mind of the heart right you know <laughs> first off it's it takes up more space than the uh, general amount of waking consciousness you know I don't mean that in gigabytes by the way I just mean that in awareness really I don't even know I think I was using a numbered system to explain this stuff so whatever let's go on two <laughs>
So the second one would be to imagine you already know the thing. You already know. You know that the skill for anything is out there. You can manifest it through you. Or let's not even call it manifestation. Let's call it uh, authenticity. Well, that's about halfway through the show. Uh, let me play this other song, actually, because uh, the first one, you know, it wasn't even the right song. <laughs> my my thumb pressed the wrong one, and, you know, it's a good song. So I, I let that other one play, but here's this new one. And um, it is explicit. And uh, if you're a uh, super rainbow unicorn light worker, uh crystal quartz flux capacitor uh, frappuccino finity then you might not like this song but if you're open minded and you're actually like just open minded <laughs> then maybe you'll dig it I, I love it I love it I'm very proud of it
I am not Egyptian, but I just wanted to say that because it sounded cool. <laughs> Actually, the half part of that um, in the original, well, what it was was I didn't know that it still went on. I thought that I had written enough for the whole thing, but it, no, I didn't. So <laughs> actually what I did was I kind of freestyled it, but it came out cool. So I kept it and I just put more on it. That's a huge thing too. It's called, um, oh, I forget what it's called, but you can remix anything. Basically what I'm getting at. It, nothing has to be uh, trash, you know, or worthless. Because the worth, the value, we apply ourselves. And I want you to remember that. That applies to everything, anything. And it does. And we are using that system always. The amount of value that anything has depends on you. It doesn't depend on anything else. How much you value something, is it's up to you. There's no inherent... Uh, judgment call when it comes to value you know i mean that's just not how it is even i believe that biblically when it came to Cain and Abel, i don't believe that god chose favorites i don't believe it's possible in fact it's impractical to think that it would be possible because if god were to not have that unconditional love towards any for even a split second and i in that moment chose to well, that would make me more understanding than God in that moment. So, right there, it becomes impossible, you see? Because it takes empathy to understand anything. It does. You cannot understand a thing as much as you understand it when you understand it within. I'm sure you could know a thing. You know, you could know something from reading a book. But you will not have the wisdom without experience or empathy. As I said in my documentary, that's why the ancients talked in parable. That's why the wise speak in storytelling. To read you through empathy. That's, that's the only real true understanding. So whenever you're aiming for something, right? Let's say you've got a goal, desire, a dream. The most important part uh, which we should start at but uh, I should have started at that but you know whatever we're here the empathy it's very important and how much you value something because we have to feel our way towards our goal we have to feel our way towards our creation if you listen to what they said about I think it was um uh Leonardo da Vinci, I think it was Leo, uh, that whenever he did a statue and he was uh, trying to make a sculpture, he was said he was finding it, that the thing was already there, that he was, he would remove parts of, uh, you know, parts of the stone to uncover what was already there. And what it the thing is that an artist, and any artist in any sense, is aiming towards. So they're trying to aim towards the expression of love. I know it sounds funny, right? Hear me out. Love, when it 
comes to our experience in life, our, our aims in life, our dreams and our goals, well, we find that we are more in harmony in that love, that emotion. And that's not to say create the motion or make the motion so that way you can be in harmony. No, that's ridiculous. That's completely ridiculous. You create the harmony first. And it does not have to be you alone. I cannot stand that when people say, oh, oh, you know, they got to love themselves first. It's like, well, fuck you. No, they don't. You know, I love them already. Fuck it. You want to be like that with your, oh, you know, you got to love yourself first. Well, that makes me a little bit more authentic, doesn't it? Right? That makes me a little bit more, well, I guess, powerful when it comes to love. Ah, ah, changed it up on you, huh? That's right. You gotta think about that stuff. Because I can love whoever the fuck I want. And it's not dependent on them. I'm not a slave to their beliefs of whether they deserve love or not. I have my own free will, and so do you. I think it's important that we take responsibility for ourselves in that matter. I know, like, a lot of people we use excuses, like, oh, okay, they don't love themselves, so I'm not gonna. Yeah, 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 fucking A. I've seen that used by every woman to every guy during a breakup for, like, ever. It's such as, it's just an excuse. It's an excuse. Really. It's basically saying, I love you, but I'm gonna deny it to myself. And I'm gonna use your hurt emotions over it as my excuse. And I know a lot of people would say, well, that's narcissistic. But let's, it is. But let's try not to apply that word because I guarantee you, you get me in a room with you for five seconds and I will have unlocked all kinds of ways in which you are a narcissist. And the, the thing is, is that in our society, we've been taught to be narcissist. I mean, we're in denial of every aspect. Well, I mean, I'm not. In denial of every aspect. Um, and that's the whole point, right? To met noske, know thyself. Or noske uh, tiepsen, either way. Yeah, know yourself, you know. And the great way to do that is through your egos. Through, And I say egos, plural, because I mean the ego, it's not really a solid thing at all. It's just a image and imagery of the mind and it's a effort at trying to explain the functionality of the mind which is not at all barred or um, dependent on any kind of certain specific structure uh, of course in our laziness we do just kind of give ourselves that room right we'd rather you know, keep our pride, then uh, be sincere in most moments. Well, not we, um, and not me, for, for sure. No, but we have our moments. All of us, we have our moments. So don't judge, empathize. If you empathize, you understand. You understand. That gives a whole brand new perspective of personality that you envelop. So then we see, like, okay, what is the true self? The true self is love. It's uh, always 
that. It's always that. Just because you are not feeling like you are feeling love does not mean that you do not have love within you. It does not mean that it's not shining from you. It does not mean that to live that you are um, dependent on the waking self-consciousness to envelop the love. Actually, no, it's already there. It's in the heart. The Ark of the Covenant. And, yeah. In case, um, to learn anything, you gotta have the heart. You gotta have the emotion. You gotta want it. <laughs> you wanna go for a goal, you better want the thing, right? So it's all about being real with ourselves. Sitting down and saying, well, okay, how much do I want something? And then you might think for yourself for a minute and say, oh, you know, I want it a heck of a damn lot. That's what I want it. A heck of a damn lot. And naturally, if you are feeling it enveloped in your heart and you are ready when it comes to action, well, if you want the thing, then you go for it. Right? Of course. Mm, you know, sure, yeah, you know, it's not everybody's way. The, uh, the ways of the feminine in the past, I'm talking like, like 30s to 60s, yeah, 1930s, 1960s, all the way. That would be more of a nature of allowing a space in between. The femininity of that time would be about creating a void. And this way, the masculine, masculine energy guy <laughs> will chase. And yeah, you know, as it as a guy, I think I could say pretty fairly that I'm sure all of us guys love the chase. <laughs> we do, but I mean, we want to see that it, that it, you know, we're working um, meaningfulness into it. So please do appreciate the guy whenever you know, whenever there's uh, work involved, and he's doing it towards you and towards meeting your love. That's um, that's something that should be very holy and respected. So, from a place of wanting a thing within your heart, from a place of uh, understanding what it's like and what it will be like from the mind, from the imagination, and from the place of not ever becoming complacent in life, it's open, willful to see. Wanting to be a part of what is seen and just naturally being. Well, I'm, I'm getting tired here, but I hope you guys have a great night wherever you are in the world. And uh, in my song, I say, which is the motto of the islands, and it means. Oh, well, no, you know, you look it up. <laughs> Google it. If you seek, you shall find. <laughs> and, you know, appreciate Google, because we never know when there's going to be a huge earthquake. 
and the biggest server of Google and Google headquarters goes down. That would suck. A lot of people's data would be lost, including mine. So appreciate. Appreciate Google. Appreciate Facebook. Appreciate all of these companies that are actually providing you with something. <laughs> for the most part, for free, too. You know, appreciate them. I mean, if you got issues, then tell them. Heck, if you have issues with any program, any company, any anything like that, tell them. I like to I like to do it like this. First, you do it person to person. I mean, uh, or you know, I mean, like you know, email or whatnot, and do it specifically to a person in the organization. Find the CEOs or something, something. You know, and what's the worst could, that could happen? You get a good connection to a CEO and his company? Shoot. <laughs> if you don't want that, then send all of that my way. You know, I believe that that's what strength is in, in, uh, in humanity, is the ability to work together with no pride, no ego. I mean, maybe a little bit, but not to the point where it defines you and your actions, because that's excuses. Totally. You have a good night. Much love. Tough love. Sean out.